What's up, sports fans, and welcome to another episode of The Underscore. I'm Brian. I'm Mason. And Josh is MIA today. Uh, last that, minute doctor's appointment. That silence, in between, brief period of silence, is us missing Josh. Womp womp. We don't, I don't have a wow for him. So I don't have a drop. Wow. Wow. <laughs> we, we, need one of, we need one that's Josh-centric. We need the the sad trombone. We need a we need a Josh specific sad trombone. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, there you go. That, that's, that's a sad panther. <laughs> he did Just, give me a sad panther one. I don't think I ever cut it and put it in here, but he would uh, give me the meow, meow. <laughs> then I didn't end up putting it in here. I'd be darned. Well, uh, so how's things going for you, sir? Man, they're out. they're going well, but cold. I was gonna say I'm 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 freezing my nannies off up here, but uh, yeah, I complain about the heat and not the cold. I'm not such a monster that I, that I complain about both. Well, I appreciate that because I I really don't like it when people do. I, you know, you hear them in the wintertime complaining about the cold, and then in the summer about the heat, and it's like, what do you want, bro? I, I'm yeah. with you. I will complain about the heat and not the cold. I I enjoy the cold. I hope it would. I wish it would give us some snow, but. We're not yeah, agree. like Buffalo, so here we are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna have the cold, let's have the snow. Let's make it pretty. Right, I've got, let's, let's make it fun. I've got two puppies who just turned a year old. Who I don't think I've ever seen snow. So, yeah. yeah by the time they were old enough to go out and play, it, there was no snow last year. So, yeah, um, I'm excited to see them go a little crazy because they are they are wild puppies, man. Yeah, we we've made the transition with. You know, lost two and got two new ones, and the old two, one of them, she loved snow, so that was that was always fun. She would just walk around trying to eat the snow and catch it. I mentioned <laughs> interested to see what the two new boys do, but yeah, it seems as though we'll have to wait to find out. That's right. Uh, we we may ne- we may never f- we may not find out this year. The world may never know. To quote the Tootsie Roll Al. That's right. <laughs> There's a drop we need. The That's, world yeah. may never know. One. Two, three, three. <laughs> I love that three. Three. He, roll, he rolls that R pretty hard. Yes. We have a we so, have a Spanish right. language out. Let's jump into some things. Let's get some. Yes. Tips. Let's talk about sports. So, well, first before we talk about it, let's tell them where they can find us and listen and uh, do all those fun things. On love X it. at underscore underscore pod. Shift hyphen on the first underscore. On Facebook and Instagram at the underscore underscore podcast. And that's another shift hyphen on that first underscore. Uh, you can grandpa Josh at the underscore pod at gmail.com. No shifts or hyphens, just email grandpa Josh. You can listen, like, subscribe, share, comment, give us feedback, rate us with five stars, tell your friends, tell your friends on Apple, Amazon, Odyssey, Google, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Look, share that link. Share that link. And now, we'll see how today's goes, but last week's up on the YouTube. You can watch, That's right. You can watch the magic in happen. What in happen? Watch the magic in action or as it happens. Either one. Or in happen. Yeah, both. Watch it both ways. Watch it one way and then tune in and watch it again. You've heard these words coming out of our mouth. Now you can see it. You can see the words. I am uh, trying to get uh the podcast up on youtube i was trying with the rss feed and 
it wanted me to scan a QR code with my phone on the computer and go do whatever. But it was just a loop. It would take me back to the same page to scan the QR code. I'm like, well, I, I just did that. And it takes me Ugh. back to the same page. It's like, oh, or you can go here. I was like, oh, okay. Same page. Oh, damn it. And I was like, all right, well, we'll deal with that a different day. Look, I almost threw my work computer out of my window the other day. I got stuck in some stupid verification loop. <laughs> I had to verify this for this, and then I had to verify that for that. And yeah, it, uh, yeah. yep, I, I've, I've lived in that personal hell. Yes, I love the uh, the password. When I go in, I try to get it, type in my password. It's oh, incorrect. I got like three or four. I'll run through them all. Incorrect, incorrect. I'm like, all right. Let's just do a new password. I type one in. Oh, can't be the same as your old password. Yeah, and you're like, oh, damn you. <laughs> I don't I don't want to change it. If that's my old password, I guess right. But I laugh. All right. So, Mason, where do you want to start today? We'll let you pick. If, you, if you're letting me pick, you know where we're starting. We're starting in Arlington with the, the Packers treating the Cowboys like they're the Bears. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the Aaron Rodgers owned Bears. Man, Jordan Jordan Love placed a little little ownership tag on him this year. That and, was uh, man. That was quite a game. They went they went down they went down there and they they knew what they wanted to do. They knew what they needed to do to win, and they executed. They took the ball in the first half because they know the Cowboys play a certain way when they're when they're playing with a lead. So they did everything they could to take that edge away from them. Um, I mean, they, they just went down there and got it done. And, you know, according to Greg Olson, later on in the game, it didn't matter what the Cowboys offense did because the Cowboys defense couldn't stop Green Bay. They couldn't stop a runny nose, as my dad used to say. You ain't lying. The, the number one offense in the league and the number one offense at home just could not. Could not get it done against the the the, the diaper dandies to <laughs> to, to to pull a, a March Madness uh, moniker the, uh, out. They're the third youngest team ever in the playoffs. Youngest since like seventy three or something. I heard. Yep, youngest team in the league this year. Third youngest to ever make the playoffs. Did you see? Did you see that little stat line comparing uh, Jordan Love to C.J. Stroud in their <laughs> uh, playoff debuts? Mm-mm. They had the exact same quarterback rating. They had just nearly identical stats. Now, I wish I wish I'd have printed it out, but I mean, it, it was like a one fifty seven point two quarterback rating for both guys. They, I, I mean, touchdowns to interceptions were almost. I mean, it was it was almost like they played the same game. Yeah, it was it, it was incredible. It, it was a it's a great unknown. You didn't know what Jordan Love was gonna do, and. Uh... He came through. I mean, he he's looking every yeah. bit the part of the the next in the lineage of great Green Bay quarterbacks. Yep, he's he's kind of adjusted his throwing motion uh, the same way that Aaron Rodgers did. You know, if you look at Rodgers' throwing motion from Cal to his his first couple of years in the league, I mean, he can he can throw that thing in a phone booth. I mean, it's tight, yeah. it's compact, it's versatile. I mean, he'll go sidearm for a throw here and there. Um, He's going to protect his legs by by never having his feet planted when he throws the ball. Um, yeah, I mean he's 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 looking like he's looking like the guy. So I'm in a, a group chat with my family just so we can all communicate and whatnot. Well, Sundays 
football Sundays and I guess, you know, playoffs, whichever day the Packers play, both my parents are Green Bay fans. They're married. They live in the same house. They sit in different rooms to watch the game. So they will message each other high fives for every time the Packers score or stop Dallas or cause a turnover. That's incredible, like, just general marriage advice, right? Even if you like the same thing, you can like it differently. Yeah. Adjust accordingly. Make it work. Yeah. They, my phone was yeah. just going crazy Sunday. I had to mute it for a little bit. I was like, all right, guys, this is this is too much. I, I understand. The Packers are winning. <laughs> it's too much. Well, So my mom, who's also a Packers fan, I come from good people too. Um, <laughs> mom, mom discovered gifts, like, within the last week. <laughs> so, <laughs> I it, during the game it was like a gif a minute. God bless her. She, goes, she, she calls me, Mason. Can can you tell me how to send a gif? I said, Mom, you got to call it a gif. Or if you're way out in left field, you can call it a gif. But I I don't like it. You know. I think she needs to call it a gif just to get with you. Just GIF. I said, if you call it a gif, I'm going to confuse it with peanut butter. <laughs> Well, we only eat Peter Pan, so no worries, honey. I agree. I don't eat. I don't eat Jif peanut butter. It has molasses in it, and I don't like the taste. Ah. Peter I, Pan I, does not. I don't eat peanut butter by itself, so there we are. I mm. eat the peanut butter and jelly in the same jar. I am a peanut butter banana sandwich fiend. Ooh. Like when I want to take it back to being a kid, yeah. slice up a banana or, or Peter Elvis. Pan peanut butter or Elvis. I don't fry it, you know. Ah. But, well, you're not living then, my bad. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look what it did to the poor guy. <laughs> Somebody told me they used to put butter on their pop tarts. <sighs> is it is it somebody who had a heart attack and is not with us anymore? Because yeah, they, they they were a bigger person, though. Sure. I mean, look, I'm I'm a bigger person, but I mean, we we gotta have limits here, folks. Butter on the pop tart is, is the line of the sand for Mason. Yes, it's that's just over the line. I'll do some crazy stuff, but buttering up a Pop-Tart, get out of here. So, jumping into the NFL, I mean, it, it, the Dallas game, they went down, they beat the they beat the brakes off of them. Uh, a lot of people, before we get to the games, a lot of people after the, the last week and this, the last week of the season and the first week of the playoffs crying about the, uh, the parody in the NFL. And I... I feel like people just like to complain at this point. They do. They, like, if we didn't have the parody, if you had just the four or five juggernauts and everybody else, the regular season's going to suck. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of good random regular season games this year. If you've got the parody, that's what that leads to. If you don't have the parody, you just got the, the upper echelon and everybody else. I don't feel like it's going to be as good. And hell, I think three of the four, Three or three of the teams that won this weekend, and we can get more into that on uh, when we get to the picks. Were were dogs? Yeah, yeah. Bucks, Bucks, Texans, and Packers were all yeah. dogs. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's not like it's crazy parody. It's just, and this could be. We talked about last week when, uh, oh, maybe I talked about that with somebody else. When the Chargers went fourteen and two, <laughs> lost to the uh, Patriots and Tom Brady, and then. Uh, Schottenheimer got fired. Well, they lost to Brady and Belichick by three in the midst of their dynasty. Right. Not so bad in hindsight. In the moment, no. yeah, they were pissed. They fired their 14-2 and coach and, you know, have paid the price ever since. 
this could be that for Dallas. This could be Jordan Love becoming the next Green Bay quarterback. And it just happens to be that. I think it would be great to see, or it'd be humorous at least, to see Love go into San Francisco and do what Rodgers couldn't do. Beat the Niners in San Fran. That's the article I read. The way the Packers own the Bears, the Niners seem to own the Packers. Yeah. Well, at least Rodgers. At least Rodgers. Yeah. Because when, when, when Green Bay's had to go through San Francisco to get to, get to the championship or, or to get to the Super Bowl, San Francisco's had their number. Yeah. So it's going to be a tough game. Um, One of the uh, other, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say one of the other, you know, uh, stats or comments I saw was that this is really the first game that Green Bay's had all of their preferred skill position players. And they put up well. They the offense put up forty one. You know there was a pick six, so the defense scored seven. But pick, as a team, they, they put up. That was a back that was pretty. That was God, old. that was gorgeous, dude. I was I was zoomed in on my TV looking at that Jair Alexander pick. Like, there's no way he touched him. He wasn't down. That's another pick six. He touched <laughs> him. You know, whatever. So I do remember in the late nineties, uh, T O J Rice led Niners. Uh, against the Packers, and I think it was the year before instant replay was implemented. Uh, it's the game where T.O. caught the one in the middle of the end zone and just got hit from both sides and held onto the ball. Yeah. Um, so that was another time the Packers struggled with the Niners. But a couple of plays before that infamous T.O. touchdown or famous T.O. touchdown, it was a, a toe touch that didn't happen on the sidelines that should have cost San Francisco some yardage or, or a drive, I don't remember. Uh, right, but yeah, I, that that play sticks with me for some reason. I don't know. Well, that was that was back in the Jeff Garcia days. Yes, Jeff yeah. Garcia, the, yep. the, the supposed to be the third in the in the lineage of Niner QBs. Jeff Garcia. That's right. He's he's the he's the Niners quarterback that nobody wants to talk about. But he <laughs> he was fine. He he had he had a, a very yeah. successful career in, in San Francisco. Yeah, they yeah. got rid of him, shipped him to Cleveland. Yep, couldn't do anything that there. The end of, that was the end of him. Speaking of Cleveland. <laughs> Speaking of Cleveland. So I'd like to man. point out Cleveland. Since 1995, Cleveland has one playoff win. Since 1995, Baker Mayfield has two playoff wins. <laughs> the one that. playoff win the Browns have, <laughs> Baker Mayfield got them. Yep. And they said, no, thank you, sir. We're going to pay this guy $270 million. Well, here's the – so I, I see Cleveland's – logic behind dumping Baker. You get a number one overall pick. You're paying him a ton of money. If he's not producing, move on. Okay. No hard feelings. But don't go out and do make make a worse mistake with a veteran. You know? <laughs> it's uh that I don't that I I can't justify. I don't see where that came from. No. But yeah. I like I like that Baker Mayfield's having some success. He's yeah. not having he, he's he's winning games, which at the end of the day is what matters and what counts. He's not having uh, the the success that we thought he would have in the league when he was drafted number one overall. But right. he's he's finding a way to win games. I mean, but considering how some other number one draft picks have done, I, I'd say he's doing okay. Absolutely, he yeah, at least knows the place. Yep. So I mean, that's already least, a step in the right direction. He's still in the league. There, well, <laughs> you know? there you go. Yeah. So yes, uh, Cleveland went to Tex went to Texas to play the Texans in Houston. Uh, 
And uh, C.J. Stroud in Houston showed up, showed out. Oh, no, the the Browns played. So the Texans weren't an underdog, so it was two and two. It yeah, was, I, so the, no, the Texans, I think the Texans were. Yeah, the Texans not if they were. Played, not if they played at home. No, they still were. They were a home dog. How? No. Yeah, we picked it. What did we have on the sheet? In the playoffs? Yeah. In the playoffs, the higher-seeded team is always the home team. Right, but as far in terms of Vegas. Oh, in terms of Vegas. In terms of Vegas, gotcha. Cleveland was still favored. Well, let, let me look. This is the guy who's been handling our picks all season. Right. Well, I'm, so I'm, I'm at my computer. So because Josh is not, we're not in the underdog, underdog. We're not in the underscore studio. We are both remote. And uh, so I can pull it up. Well, there you so, go. Yeah, you're right. The Texans were getting two and a half. Yeah. Yep. Even even as the higher seeded team in the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, I think home dogs have a have a crazy record right now. I think it was like eight, eight, two, eight, two, and something maybe. I don't remember. It was a good stat. I didn't write it down. No, it's maybe fine. we're gonna we're we're gonna end the show today with a segment called "What Did Brian Screenshot That He Forgot to Talk About Today?" It might be in there. We'll see. <laughs> Sometimes I'll send the notes to you guys. Other times I'll just screenshot it. And I'm like, all right, I'll come back to this. And Ooh, forget- Josh, Brian, I'm this. This is just a show note because we're both remote. I'm going to go off camera because Josh sent me his picks. So I'm going to I'm going to record those real quick so we're ready. Okay, sounds good. Uh, but you're still there, so we'll keep talking. Uh, so yeah, yeah please. Texans, Texans hosted the Browns, and they uh, phrased me and Josh started using uh, a couple weeks ago. You were out. Uh, they mollywopped them. That was a phrase we enjoyed throwing around, mollywopped. <laughs> mollywopped. Yeah, I don't know where it came from, but, uh, yeah, we, we like to say they mollywopped them. Uh, I really hope it's not a, a mean or derogatory thing that somebody's going to get mad at us for saying because we don't know the origins I, of it. I, I was going to say, it is probably some secret racist term that we are going to get just raked over the coals for using. But right. until we find out, we're running with it. If that happens, you know what that means. Somebody's listening. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I, that would be an upside. If if we are misusing a term that is incredibly offensive and you're listening, please let us know. Yes. Or just, you know, drag us on Twitter. That's fine. Go right ahead. Yes, I just yeah, have somebody's listening. You give me a thunderstorm and I will draw you a silver lining, sir. My whole life is thunder. We'll take we'll take the we'll take the PT Barnum approach. I don't care what they say about me. Just spell my name right. There you go. No such thing as bad press. <laughs> That's right. Um, all right. So yeah, uh, Houston thumps the Browns. One playoff win since '95. Um, let's let's roll to uh, Chiefs Dolphins. Man, so, the uh, Helmet Gate. Helmet Gate. Yes. Uh, I don't think um, I don't feel like Houston or uh, not Houston. I don't feel like Miami really thought they had a chance. It was cold. They was ready to get out. Uh, there was one play replay I saw. Uh, dude running at Jalen Ramsey, and he goes and you see him just kind of like sidestep, tackle, try to tackle, and uh, then you see him. Dang it! Yeah, this I, this is this is one game. You know the pundits the pundits always talk about the weather being a big factor, right? These yep. are professional. These are professional guys, but they're also professional guys who live in Miami, 
Yeah. I I think that they just wanted to be anywhere else. So they played like it. It was a minus four with a wind chill of minus 27 at kickoff. So it only got cold. Amazing. Yeah. They showed beers fans would buy just, you know, frozen over. As there were freeze warnings in convenience stores and the coolers, the waters were freezing. That that was that's cold. That's cold. I have a I have a coworker who lives not far from Kansas City on the Missouri side, and you know last week she's wearing a, a Chief sweatshirt. You know we were middle of the day on a on a quick touch base video call, and uh, yeah, she was talking about how she was really excited about watching this Chiefs game at home, and there was nothing you could do to get her into that stadium. No. I mean, I've always wanted to go when I was younger. I was really stupid. I wanted to go to a cold weather game shirtless. Uh, sure. I don't think I would do that now. No, I was trying to take down Christmas lights yesterday, and it was cold and windy, and I had on gloves and layers, and I couldn't feel my fingers. And I was like, "Screw this! I'm I'm out." They'll Leave come down up. when they come down. I'm done. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, w- I wasn't playing that last yesterday. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the, uh, uh, oh the helmet. So yeah, those were two different brands of helmets. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yes. So the Dolphins guy who did the hitting, whose helmet did not break, was Rydell. Patrick Mahomes, okay. who got hit and his helmet broke, was Vices, a different company. Vices. Yes. Um, I've never even heard of that. And I used to be I used to be in equipment. So apparently the Rydell boys were walking around Monday tooting their own horn, you know. A lot of pictures of that. Uh sure. the Vices people have come out and said it's not ideal, but the helmet did its job. Which I guess it did. Um Yeah. I mean, it's great if you're selling helmets. If you sell Rydell, you sell one helmet, you'll never replace it. If you're you're selling the right. other brand, and every time it takes a hit, it breaks. Look, you're selling you're selling ten times more helmets. Yeah, and they they actually let him keep it on for what two or three plays. I think it was I think it was one play. I think after one play, the ref stepped in and they were like, "Hey, look, man, go go change your helmet." Yeah, and what I thought was funny is they didn't make they didn't make Kansas City burn a timeout or anything. They're just like, "Hey, dude, go over there and get a new helmet. We'll wait." <laughs> well, and he couldn't find one that fit properly. Like the one he ended up putting on wasn't didn't work well. He he didn't like it. Comes out third down and and incomplete. He was pissed. Uh now that's a really good. That's something that we should look into. I wonder how many of the mic'd up helmets. They keep on hand, like as yeah. backups. Yeah, the, I'm, the green I'm, dot I'm positive with the green dot, you can't just swap the mics around. I mean, that's, that's there has to be rules against that, or you just you know sneak a yeah. mic into somebody else's helmet. That, that's that is. I didn't even think about that aspect of it. That is a good good look at it. Yeah. So, so yeah, he probably uh, he probably just had to grab some third string quarterback. Hey, give me your helmet. Hey, Rick, yeah. give me your helmet. You've never worn it. <laughs> well, the face mask looked different on it too. That was that was the other part. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't uh, like as I was watching the game. I didn't even I, like I didn't even think about this. I'm like, oh, get him a new helmet, keep him playing. 
The, yeah. the Dolphins don't even want to be there. It barely matters. <laughs> Take a timeout. Just make the Dolphins suffer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so the Chiefs did beat the Dolphins. They didn't mollywop them, but they still beat them 26-7. to And in our final AFC wildcard game, on a game that got moved from Sunday to Monday, Buffalo hosted the Steelers. The fans came in early to shovel snow. It was quite the scene. Apparently, the Steelers bench was getting pelted with snowballs all game. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm not. I'm not saying I might not do it. I mean, the I don't know. I don't know that the Steelers Bills rivalry is as big as some of the other rivalries. But if I was at a game and I had a pile of snow in front of me, and I don't know, half a dozen beers, yeah, yeah maybe half, maybe, half maybe I'd let one fly. Half a dozen since you stopped shoveling, probably. Right, right. The other eighteen from that first case was downed before you shoveled. Well, you got you got to got to have a little antifreeze in there. You 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 freeze up where you're standing. Now apparently they get out. Uh, they they were out early drinking, and uh, yeah, they were they were feeling good. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much those chicken wings will do for you. Sometimes you you need a little uh, little liquid encouragement too. Yes. So a lot of people were killing the Bills uh, and the NFL for saying, you know, this is football weather. Why are we postponing this game? This is what we're supposed to play in. They didn't want a dome on their new stadium. They wanted to play in the elements. Here it is. Let them play. So there's been some uh, some notes, some clarifications. It wasn't the weather nurse, uh, per se that stopped the game. Uh, the weather would have impeded the traffic, would have impeded people getting to the game, the team getting to yep. the game, the Steelers. But also – you have to be able to have a path to a level two, level one, one of the levels trauma center in case something yep. happens, you know, things happen. Um, yeah. And they don't know that they would have been able to do that on the Sunday if they played it on Sunday. So that's, that was also part of why it got pushed. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, when you think about it, you know, the guys on the field are making a ton of money to get out there and play their, their, at the end of the day, they're entertainers, you know, get out there and entertain. Yeah. But, you know, I think one of the lessons we learned during COVID is that, you know, a, a game a game without an audience is pretty unsatisfying. Yes. So keeping everybody in Buffalo safe, keeping the folks coming up from Pittsburgh to see that game safe. I mean, it's that all makes sense to me. I, I had no ill will against pushing that game, especially when it was so easily pushed. Yeah, there are people who probably had some – work conflicts, but if you spent that kind of money on a playoff ticket, you probably have a job where you could take a half a day if you needed to. And, and it's Buffalo. They're known for Bill's Mafia. Like, it's, it's right. the, the city of good neighbors, I think, is their, their slogan, their catchphrase. Seems like a good catchphrase. Um, right. I mean, they said somebody if it's not, got, they should consider it. Somebody got stuck, and like just people just started helping push the car. Like, and this isn't the first time they've had the fans in there shoveling snow. Like, that, the the, yeah. the city of Buffalo loves their bills, and I think yeah, if the game got pushed, I think most companies would have been like, you know what, that's that's fine, go to the game. It's we can't do anything in this weather, you know. Right. What's what's the Bills Stadium hold like? Sixty, seventy thousand people. They had a hundred and fifty thousand people called out Monday with uh, with game ticket issues. <laughs> I had tickets, man. Hey, man, look, I gotta I, I gotta go. <laughs> So that wrapped up our AFC. And then the NFC, just as interesting, 
Uh, we've already touched on the Packers handling more so than the scoreboard shows of the Cowboys. Uh, and in the points golf. Against, against the scrubs. Yes. Bastards. Anyway, was, sorry. It, in the Jared Goff Matthew Stafford Bowl, the Lions were able to hold on and come out with a dub 24-23. Squeaked it out. Yes. And that was that was a game. I mean Jared Goff against his old team, twenty two of twenty seven for two seventy seven. Uh the post game locker room showed uh coach Dan Campbell saying, you're good enough for Detroit. Uh, just, just, just great story. Great story. And now they will play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did mollywop Philly, who started 10-1 <laughs> and, and then went 1-6 after that, 32-9. They just bruised the Philadelphia Eagles up, beat their ass, if you want to put it in better terms. Uh, Dom was back on the sideline, didn't help. The Bucks, nope. one of the few teams this year able to stop the tush push, thanks in large part to Vita Vey. I don't know yeah. if you saw him. Do you know Vita Vey? Vita Vey, the big boy. That's uh, that's that's a big old pile of man. Uh, he was uh, he was happy too after <laughs> they stopped. He you see him doing a little leg kick. Uh huh. It's like, whoa, buddy, whoa, buddy, calm down. Yes, it's, it's, it's only a yard, dude. <laughs> but, I mean, you don't want to hurt um, yourself. you got to stop him again. Uh, after right. the game, it's Jason coming. Kelsey said. The, uh... Oh, go ahead. Game, go ahead. Kelsey, Jason Kelsey announced he's going to retire after the game. He's done. Whether or not yep. that's just emotions he, he getting the best it... of him. Yeah, he considered it in years past. I could see him. I could see him getting out now. Yeah, I think this year, with his brother gaining some of the notoriety that he's gained, some of the notoriety after the last Super Bowl, um, I think he's probably got enough revenue streams that he could he could walk away from football and still be fine. Um, even even if he didn't manage his football money well, which I'm guessing he probably did. Yeah. So he's, they, they, as you mentioned, they've got a couple revenue streams. They do have, uh, they do have a podcast out, uh, almost as popular and, and almost as listened to as much as the underscore. Uh, one yep. day the Kelsey brothers will get there. We might bring them on here to help pump up their podcast. I, you know, we'll see. We it's, got calls. It's the out. right, it's the right thing to do. You know, yeah. yeah. Let's let's bring them. Let's bring them up to our level. People helping people. That's what we do. We elevate. We elevate. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Um, so, fun note, the NFC East in the playoffs. Oh, God. Philly just got stomped. The Cowboys yep. got stomped. Yep. Hell, Nick Sirianni might be out in Philly. He should be. I mean, you start you start 10-1 and one and then you go, you go, you drop six or seven yeah. after that. And not in, like close fashion not you know they didn't they didn't lose heartbreakers they got their feelings hurt in several they, games they did by by teams that had no business being on the field with them yeah you know, from a numbers perspective yeah things were said feelings were hurt jobs were lost yeah. i mean yeah, if, they, if if philly could have slowed down the tampa bay blitz 
they they could have competed in that game. Like they didn't they didn't even have a plan for Tampa well, Bay. It's like they didn't know what was coming. Everybody right. else did though. You know, Tampa's played 17 other games this year that you can watch. What? what? Huh? On the Manning cast, uh, Bruce Arians was sitting there, and they said, Bruce, what do you you think Ty Bowles is going to do on this play? He goes, I don't know, but I bet he's bringing heat. I don't know what he's going to do, but he's going to blitz. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, did you see see the picture of Rob McElhaney watching the Manning cast while he was at the Emmys? No. Um... His wife, uh, D from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, posted a, a pic with the with the caption of the gang watches the Manning cast at the Emmys. <laughs> and Rob McLean, he's sitting there in a tux, and she's kind of taking a selfie, and he's got the Manning cast on his phone with with earbuds in, watching football at the Emmys. That's a great plug. That is a great ph- plug. Phenomenal. But I I wish he was watching the YouTube video of the Underscore Podcast. We would have blown up. I- I think he had that loaded up in his queue, and she just took the picture at the wrong time. That's right. That's right. That, that was next. Well, the Manning cast was live. He can watch the YouTube of the underscore at his leisure. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, what better time to win than at the Emmys? I mean, at why not? The Emmy, yeah, it was hilarious, which I'm a big, you know, Rob McElhaney, uh, Ryan Reynolds, the Wrexham soccer team. I mean, he's, he's yeah. a sports guy. Yeah, that was, so that was fun to watch. Favorite, my favorite thing to come out of this Philly-Tampa game did you see Jay Gruden's tweets? No. So I will pull those up. So Jay Gruden says, if I ever put a QB through what Philly is putting Jalen through, I apologize. Pick up a blitz. <laughs> so Brian Mitchell responds, are you serious? Dude, just please effing disappear. But the best response, one Mr. Robert Griffin the third, who said, with his glasses down, say what? <laughs> and then they proceeded to have they they had that you that you play a Yeah. They proceeded to have a little back and forth Twitter exchange. Uh yeah. Not the best uh, look there for Mr. Gruden. No, no problem. Probably, probably not the right, uh, not the right comment, not the right way to address that issue with Philly. No, not not at all. Uh, and so that that's our NFC matchups. We've hit the AFC matchups. We're rocking and rolling. That'll bring us. Let's before we go forward, let's see where we've come from before we go where we're going. How did we do on the picks last week, Mason? Uh, picks last week were decent. Um, of course, now I, I don't have them up anymore, so let me pop those up. Goodness. No! All right, well, hey, you take nope, your time. I, you I've got them. Hang on. Yeah, oh. Give me just a second. I've got them because well, I, I go, referenced them. I can go into our season. All right, recap. here we go. I need to. Nope, we're good. We're good. We're good. Actually, we're going to hold off on the season recap until after the playoffs because I want to include those. Okay. So I've got, I've got mine and JJ's picks. From the season, I do want to hit. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, I'm talking about our overall picks yeah, and yeah, success. Yeah, yeah I've okay. got it. Where, where we did the division or the over-unders is what we did. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. So, um, with the wild card weekend, um, kind of across the board here, uh, Josh brought up the rear with five out of 12 points possible. You were right in the middle with seven, and I actually led the pack with nine. All right. 
So it sounds like so, we had a, a game a, a game difference there. Maybe I don't know. What did what did we? Uh, pick? Um, I picked the Texans. You picked the uh, Browns. Yeah. Uh, we both had Kansas City. I picked the under. You picked the over. Hmm. We both had the Bills in the over. We both had the Pack in the under. We both had the Lions. No, I had the Lions. You had the Rams. But I had the over, and you had the under. Okay. We tied there, and, and everybody picked the Bucks because nobody yeah. had any faith in Philly. You and I both picked the under, so we were we were off Texans Browns, and then we were off on um God, what was the other one? The, uh, the Chiefs over under over under on the Chiefs game. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And and Josh, I think Josh picked with his heart and not his head. <laughs> So I'm sure he's happy with these picks, but they were not they were not the most successful. Well, I take that back. He picked the Cowboys, which is probably on paper the smart pick. Yeah, yeah. Um he had the Browns he had the over on the Browns game, even though he picked the wrong winner. Uh he had the under on the Chiefs game. Uh Cowboys and Steelers were both a whiff for him. He picked the Lions, he picked the Bucks. I mean, we didn't we didn't do bad. I just did a little better. You did a little better than Josh, and Josh was, you know, just under five hundred. Yeah, still, still acceptable. Uh, you know, yeah. reputable. Respectable yeah, on a, on, the word. Uh, in a week with a lot of upsets. That's true. So tough to be too tough to be too angry about that. So we uh, we did our over unders for the season win totals this year. Ooh, and, okay. Uh, For every every team in the league? Yes. Wow. Okay. So for the NFC, I went eight and eight, and Josh went seven and nine. For the AFC, I went seven and nine, and Josh went six and ten. Ooh. Uh his best division was the AFC East, where the only game he got wrong was or the only team he got wrong was the Jets. Their win total at nine and a half. He took the over, and they did not clear that. Well, he took it. He took it with Rodgers as their quarterback. That's yeah. Hey, I, well, that was my Super Bowl pick. So, so yeah, I feel you. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was my worst division, as I took. I got all of them wrong except for New England under seven and a half wins. Okay. My best was the AFC North, where the only one I missed was Baltimore. Their number was ten and a half. I took the under, um, and they they cleared that. Oh, another yeah. one I only got one right in was the AFC South. I got the Colts right. Woo! There you go. <laughs> uh, but for the most part, we were uh, we were about two and two in most divisions. AFC South was his worst. Excuse me. He got zero. He thought the Panthers were going to win. Oh, excuse me, NFC South, NFC South. He got zero. NFC South. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I knew, Panthers, I knew where you were. We're connected there. I knew where you were going with that. The the Panthers. He did. Uh, he did select the over seven and a half, and he was wrong. Um, <laughs> bad wrong. Ooh, sorry, buddy. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it does. Look, I planned a trip to Wisconsin this coming weekend, and I had no intention of planning to watch a Green Bay Packer football game while I was up there. <laughs> hey, but I mean, what better place to watch a Green Bay Packer football game? That's right. I'll be I'll be in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, very likely at TNT Tap. 
Shout out to Adam Tanner and TNT Tap in Oshkosh. Oshkosh. Overalls. Oshkosh. 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 They're not even made there anymore. They're made some sweatshop in Tennessee or something. I don't know. Hey, at least they're made in a sweatshop here in America. That's, a, that's an American sweatshop, damn it. American sweatshop. <laughs> Providing children's overalls for over 100 years. There you go. I so guess. that's I, the uh, the playoff recap. And uh, do you want to jump into next week's picks? And then we can uh, I can talk about some of the coaching stuff? Or do you want me to do coaches and then we'll pick? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, we're on picks. Let's let's roll with picks. All right. So our first game on Saturday is the uh, the Texas Ravens, the the sweetheart of the AFC, taking on the juggernaut in Baltimore. Um, yeah. Baltimore is a nine and a half point favorite. Over under is forty five and a half. Uh, I picked the Ravens and the over. Josh picked the Ravens and the under. I'm gonna take Brian. Tell me, tell me about your Ravens picks. No, I'm kidding. I'm gonna take the Texans. And okay. Oh goodness, he's over under forty-five and a half. Yeah. I think what I'm gonna do. So the Texans Browns over under combined score was fifty-nine. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, give me give me Houston and the over. I like it. You talked me into it. Peer pressure. Okay. Just for reference, this is one of the few times I haven't picked the Texans and CJ Stroud. I think he's a phenomenal quarterback. I just think that Baltimore's got too much for him this week. Fair enough. Next game, we have a Saturday night game. Uh the Packers and the 49ers. At 8 p.m. on Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Uh, the 49ers are 10 point favorite in our biggest spread of the week. And the over under is at 50 in our biggest over under total of the week. And I will not be tricked. I took the Packers and I took the over. Josh, Josh took the Niners in the over because that's probably the smarter pick. Um, Packers Niners over under to coin toss. It really could go either way, but you know the the numbers say pick the Niners. I'm going with my heart and taking the Packers again. I will. How do you the how Niners. do you feel about it? Give me yeah. the Niners and the under. Okay, that's fair. Um, next up, we start with our Sunday games. We have the Buccaneers and the Lions in Detroit. Ford Field, Dome, Lions are six-point favorites at home, and the over-under is 48-and-a-half, thinking, thinking some kind of shootout, I guess. Yeah. Um, I took the Lions, and I took the under. I I know the Buccaneers can score. I also know that they have struggled. They've scored nine against the, the Panthers. Yes, yeah, true. So, and in, in a, a pretty, you know, pretty rough conditions, but still. Um, Josh agreed and took the Lions in the under. Oh, I am going to go Lions and the over. Okay. So last week we were all hot on the Buccaneers, and this this week that that sentiment has cooled significantly. A little bit. A little bit. 
All right. Um, and, and Josh and I did not collaborate on these. But in our next game, where the Chiefs travel to Buffalo, uh, the Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites, so roughly roughly even matchup at home. Uh, yeah. Over-under is 46. I took the Bills and the under, and Josh concurred. Well, uh, I'm looking to gain a little ground this week, I guess. I'm going to take the Chiefs. And... I don't know the weather. I think the weather plays a big aspect, big factor in this over under here. Um, well, it's the middle. It's the middle of January in Buffalo. Take a guess. <laughs> I'll take the. So, uh, sorry. I'll take the that, that, that was a that that was a lot more aggressive than I meant it to be. I meant that to be funny, and I kind of came off like an asshole. <laughs> I took it as funny, so you're good. Um, good. I'm gonna take good. the Chiefs with the oh. Damn. Give me the over. Okay. Beautiful. Oh, well, they're locked in. So my wife finally listened to part of this podcast. Uh-oh. By mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so I had Wait, a... how how long did she she obviously tuned in by mistake. How long did she listen after realizing that mistake? So I had it on my phone. I was listening to it the night before on Amazon and her car, for whatever reason, when she turned it on the next day, connected to my phone. So it pops up okay. or no, it was on her Amazon account is what she had been listening to, but it reset because we share the Amazon. So it pops up to what was being last listened to, which was the podcast. And it was in the middle of the episode. And apparently there was some colorful language being said. And she goes, yeah. She's in the car with my daughter. She goes, yeah. I don't think we can listen to this. And my daughter's, no, that's Dad's podcast. We can. Listen. It's okay. I listen to it with Dad. <laughs> Busted. All right, we just lost oh. our explicit designation. But hold on, it gets better because the kid, the kid pointed a finger at somebody for causing the language. They didn't cuss this much before Mason was there. Oh no. Man. Kids sold right. you out, sir. Hot take. All right. That's fine. That's fine. I uh, fee- Feedback received. Feelings <laughs> are not hurt. I- I'll take it as constructive and adjust accordingly. <laughs> In my defense, this is a podcast by adults for adults. Yes. But we can clean it up. We can. It, it may never be kid friendly. It may be kid justifiable so when i listen to it whether i've already you know we've done it live i'm just listening back so i know where the conversation's at what we're gonna say usually so i can cough right or i can drop the volume real quick i I, I know when to (laughs) when i can cut when i need to cover up certain words that are coming i'll just like oh hey so what you doing school today you got the you got the the snl richard Pryor delay set up and ready to go yeah (laughs) So yeah, that that was yeah. She knows it's there. Um, I just yeah. When she listens with me, I can I can I know where it's at. I can cover it up a little bit better. Nice. Well, I I will I will take that feedback on. I don't know what your I think you you intended that to just be a funny anecdote, but I'm going to take it seriously and work on my vocabulary and try to find words that are as versatile as my absolute favorite word. 
grab us a source and substitute those in. That's right. Well, for a long time, uh, I was trying to. Uh, I enjoy Roy Williams post game press conferences. So yeah, Nabic, jolly golly, gee whiz, like yeah, I'll try to throw some of those in there occasionally just because, and that might be where Molly Wops came from. I don't know, not Roy Williams <laughs> himself, but just me instead of saying beat the hell out of or whatever. Yeah, beat the play. That same sentiment. Yeah. Well, I had a, a good buddy of mine tuned in. I shared the link with him, and he goes, look, I listened to the podcast. He goes, I really enjoyed it. He goes, it took you guys 45 minutes to talk about sports, but it was great. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'll take that. Yeah. Oh, anytime I do the post, I'm like, yeah, we talked about this, 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 and, of course, random chit-chat. Yeah, absolutely. The chit-chat, the chit-chat is what broadens the appeal, yeah. I think. The sports are just here. Yeah, yeah. The sports are the cake. We got to put a little frosting on that unit. Maybe a cherry on top. Ooh-hoo. Some fancy little, uh, what those, little ro- the, the icing roses. Yeah, absolutely. Put some of those in there. All right, so let's, uh, we've done our picks. We've recapped our picks. Let's look at some coaching things that happened over the week. So in true underscore fashion, we finished recording. We wrapped last week. We got it posted. And bam, Nick Saban retires. Bam, Pete Carroll's yeah. out. <laughs> Bill Belichick's out. Jesus. Um, so Saban retired. Pete Carroll, it uh, appeared, was going to be an amicable split. As interviews have come out recently have shown, it was not an amicable split. Pete Carroll still wants to coach. Uh, Bill Belichick and the Bill and the Bills. Bill Belichick and the Pats mutually agreed <laughs> to part ways. Um, oh, I did have a fun little. Side note from last week I forgot to get to. Uh, Mike Vrabel was let go in Tennessee uh, because they didn't want to waste the time trying to trade him because it takes too long. Yep. Uh, That's idiotic. That's (laughs) so short-sighted. Mike Tomlin has said he's going to stay in Pittsburgh. And now the big question – Did he make that announcement? Because I saw, you know, every year he talks about how he kind of recaps the year and reviews his year and reviews it. And this is, I think, the first time he's ever gotten to the last year of his contract without them extending or renewing. Yeah. So well, I, had, he, I, hadn't, he, I hadn't seen his official announcement. That's great. Yeah, he said he's gonna, he wants to coach this year, next year. But did you see the post game after they got whooped up on by the <laughs> He Bills? walked away. Yeah. <laughs> You've got one year, and if she gets to one year, he just turns and leaves. He's just gone. He's like, yeah, I'm not talking to you. You're yeah. an idiot. I'm out. So, as we covered earlier, now the big question is, is Mike McCarthy out? Is Shane Steichen? Nope, not Shane Steichen. That's the guy in Indy. What's the damn guy in Philly's name? <laughs> Jeez. Nick Sirianni. Oh, um, Sirianni. Yeah. yeah. Is Sirianni out? Um so the Falcons have had a couple interviews. Have you heard about these? No, I've not. The Falcons have interviewed both Bill Belichick and John Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh? Whichever Harbaugh's leading. Jim mission. Harbaugh. Yeah. John John is in Baltimore. He's still he's still working this okay. season. He's still got a job. Big big Jim. Big Jim is uh, officially in the offseason. He did his he did his thing. So the Falcons have met with both of those. The Chargers have met with Jim. Um, there's a lot of lot of things going on in the coaching. A lot of the merry-go-round is just going. 
the Raiders have interviewed Leslie Frazier. Uh, Raheem Morris has interviewed with the Panthers, Commanders, and Seahawks. Okay. Uh, now, Raheem Morris is he the is he the interim at Las Vegas right now? No, that's Antonio Pierce. Because I Raheem saw Morris is the Antonio defensive Pierce. coordinator in LA. I so I, I saw I saw a, a blurb about um, the Raiders owner Davis talking about how Pierce is still in the conversation, has been in the in the conversation for weeks, and is still in the conversation because the players are completely behind him. They said, look, if, if you don't keep Pierce around, we're going to request a trade. Yeah, that was uh, that was Max Crosby. Yeah. Yeah. But Pierce could just go somewhere else. I think he's interviewed somewhere else, too. Sure. So he could just up and I mean, leave. it's 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 not like they have something great they're trying to keep going in Las Vegas. If they have a, if they have a complete <laughs> change in leadership, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Uh, the one that did catch my eye is Seattle started their new round of interviews with offensive coordinator from the New York Giants, Mike Kafka. The one they, the one they canned. Yeah. Or, no, 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 not no, the Giants. He, no, 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 that was the that was weak. That was defensive. That was he walked that in was, and said, "You're stupid. Your mom's down. fat." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just. Uh, I don't think – I mean, I feel I like there's just so many other options. See it. Yeah. I wonder I wonder if they started with him just because he was available. And there's there's some coaches that are coaching right now still in the playoffs who are probably a yeah. better fit and, a, you know, more highly, more highly sought after. But they're still working, you know. They, they had this whole new interview process. They wanted to kind of see how it worked. They got new questions they're going to ask. They got a new room they're going to do it in. So they just brought somebody in to test it out. That's That was Mike Kafka. Yep. Break it, breaking the chair, breaking the sheet. Yep. Yeah. You, there you, go. you broke the seal. Now it's going to all flow. Well, they've got different questions to ask. You know, they've got, they've got Pete Carroll leaving, who was probably on a lot of medication, probably on uh, – you know, got his Metamucil, got his, uh, he needs just, he needs a lot of naps. Yeah, he's an old guy, you know. <laughs> they turned the uh, Pete Carroll nap room into the new interview room. It's it's a great thing. He Absolutely. Yeah, there. for sure. Believe it or not, they kept the furniture. Incredibly comfortable furniture. I mean, that couch was the best. Don't want to know where that, that yeah, couch has been. Good. <laughs> yeah, it was a napping couch. It wasn't a casting couch, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a coaching couch. <laughs> Now it's a coaching couch. <laughs> Come here and sit next to me. We're gonna have a little coach coach to player chat. We've got to record these so that we can show. Yeah, get comfortable. <laughs> don't don't mind that stain. <laughs> the folks right. uh, the folks at Nike the folks at Nike reupholster it every six months anyway. Who cares? They 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 change it up. So that's uh, that wraps up our football for the week. Only fifty okay. minutes in. Look at us rocking and rolling. That was <laughs> look, we, man. We really got right to it. All right. So the fantastical <laughs> fantasy show is over now. I know you've been yep, waiting. Now we and can I, get to I, the underscore. I gave you the option of what you wanted to start with. I know you've been waiting for the time when we would talk baseball, and Mason is here. Uh oh! Finally! Wow! Okay. Yes. Uh, the Yankees. Let's, ju- let's let's get right into it. 
the Yankees signed Marcus Stroman to a two-year, $37 million deal. And that's all time. the baseball news I've got for the week. <laughs> uh, look, we've touched on baseball. We've we've been we've been uh, importing we've been importing some talent into the major league in the off season. We've been baseball's been doing good. Baseball's been active. Yeah, it's, this this is a slow week. Uh, you know, got a lot of NBA, a lot yeah. of a lot of basketball, football. Um, Speaking of NBA, how about how about that uh, that Suns comeback over the Kings last night? Oh, that 22 was, points. Uh, uh, yeah. I think it was fourth quarter comeback. So the, the, Suns uh, were, the, yeah, Suns, the Suns were down like 25 or 22. Mm-hmm. 22. And in that period, I don't uh, know. I don't yeah. remember exactly when it started. It, it might have been the fourth quarter. It might have been sometime in the fourth quarter. But the Suns only missed three field goals and the Kings only made three. Yeah, they were down eighty-seven, one hundred nine, or something. So Grayson they, Allen was one nineteen, one seventeen. Yeah, one nineteen, one seventeen. Grayson Allen was nine of fourteen from three for the night, and with yes, most of those point, coming in the fourth quarter. It was one hundred nine to eighty-nine with seven fifty-two left in the fourth. And it just went downhill from there. One hundred nine to eighty nine. Final one seventeen, one nineteen. Yeah. So they scored eight points in that time. The Kings, Kings scored eight additional points. Yes. And the Suns scored what twenty plus thirty points. Yep. Thirty points. Yeah. Thirty to eight runs. Thirty points. Not, yeah. Not bad. Um, I. I, I tr- I tried to make that math a lot more complicated than it was. I'm like, okay, so they they won by two, and then they it's like, no, 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 it's one nineteen minus eighty nine. It's thirty, bro. That's, that's stop 30. it. Yeah, but Sacramento held on to cover the four and a half point spread. Yeah, they did. All right, great job, guys. Damn, great job. <laughs> so there's that. Vegas was happy. Yes. Uh, uh, in so, college basketball oh, also, news, you got you got the oh, go ahead. Uh, also, last night was the Nuggets and uh, Sixers. The Sixers were able to win one twenty six one twenty one. Joel Embiid went forty ten and seven, and the Joker went twenty five three and nineteen. Uh, so, former the last two most recent MVPs head to head matchup. What could have been NBA Finals last year, uh, the Sixers got it at home this time. Uh, so that was good. And last little bit of news. Uh, after losing 16 of 17, the Hornets have decided to call a players-only meeting. I looked up again this morning to see if they have announced when that might happen or if it has happened, uh, but no word on, on that. Just that uh, as of Sunday, Scary Terry said, you know, we're, we're, we've got a players-only meeting planned. And so, okay, all right. So, the 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 turnaround starts now, I guess. I maybe. I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see when they start getting better, and then we'll find out when that meeting actually was, and see if it was impactful at all. Yes. So you know, when they can start getting better in, in, in a decade or so, uh, we'll look back on this players only meeting and say this is this is where it turned around. Yeah. 
It, I hope that's the case. This is their first players only meeting, I think, since 2018-19 season. So, likely all different players. Yeah, pretty sure most, most of them. Uh, maybe Terry was there. But for the rest of it, I think probably new new players, yeah. yeah. Um, quick okay. little uh, women's basketball note. Caitlin Clark passes Brittany Griner for fourth all-time, trails number one Kelsey Plum by 221 points for most all-time points scored in women's college. Uh, she is currently averaging 31 a game. I saw that she's at that pace. She's set to step into the number one spot on February 22nd. Okay, so she, she's she, definitely going to get it she, this year. Yep, if she maintains that pace or a, or a similar pace, right. she'll definitely get it this year. Um, she has a birthday coming up. Her birthday is January 22nd. She'll be 22 years old. Okay, I think I think they refer to that as the golden birthday. Maybe not. I don't know. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Twenty. Yeah, twenty-two on the twenty-second. That's a golden birthday. I was like, "What yeah. are you talking about?" Yeah, golden birthday. Not many people get, or not necessarily not many, but I'd say half the people don't get to enjoy their golden birthday because they're so young, like me. My golden right. been turning three on the third. Man, mine was turning twenty-four on the twenty-fourth, and I lit it up. I celebrated for both of us, Brian. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I'm here Brian, for you, dude. <laughs> That's all right. Me too. It was. It was. From what I remember, it was a blast. Uh, so, just a couple more quick notes here in college basketball. Last week, eight of the top ten teams lost. Almost all of them were to unranked teams. Purdue lost Kentucky, Tennessee, Arizona, Kansas, Oklahoma, Illinois, and Houston. All lost. Wow. Yes. So this week, the new number one is UConn. First time since 2008-2009 they've been ranked number one. Uh, Purdue is at number two. Kansas at number three. And North Carolina at four. Duke is at seven. And that'll round out the ACC for the top ten. Or damn, is that the ACC altogether? Damn, it is. Uh. All right, tough, uh, tough sledding for the ACC this year. Tough, yeah. They've they've taken their beats. Florida State football. <laughs> uh, <laughs> NC State is currently second in the conference. They lost to Carolina last week, which was which is heartbreaking. Sure, but that's okay. And yeah, I mean, that's, so, that's uh, part part of the t- part of the Tobacco Road rivalry. You yeah. know, Raleigh's not that far from Chapel Hill and Durham. It's not a rivalry when it's one sided. Well, you know, yeah. Wolfpack fans still think it is. <laughs> I mean, I got I got the red and black. So. That's right, repping it. We we repping it. Um, all right, so we. Uh, I'm gonna turn it over to you, sir. You wanted to talk a little bit of Premier League soccer? Absolutely. Um, I'm still struggling. I'm still getting used to calling it football because I like our football. So I'm maybe, still going to call it soccer. Put the, put the accent on there and call it football. Football. Nah, it doesn't work. Football. It's fine. All right. So in the in Premier League soccer, well, in, in English soccer, we have the Carabao Cup that is uh, still in, in the – process it's it's one of their mid-season cups 
Um, what, 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 hold on. Time out, time out. Nope, time, time, time. Number one, what was the name of the cup? Carabo. It's, it's sponsored, sponsored by uh, an energy drink. It's also called the League Cup. Um, it's kind of a mid-season competition between the top four levels of the English Football League. Um, so teams from the Premier League, the Championship League, League One, and League Two all compete for the League Cup. Okay. And they they inter they intersperse those games kind of throughout the the regular season, similar to the the mid-season tournament with the NBA. So if they, uh... If if one of the let's say a League One or League Two wins, do they get like automatic? Uh, nope. Attention, I don't know so what that, the word is. Yeah, so they have they have relegation and promotion. Promotion. And that, that's based that's based on their like regular season standings. So the top, I'm sorry, the bottom. I want to say four teams in every league are relegated down, and then the top four teams from the league are promoted up. But right. that that doesn't nece- that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the the league cup or the FA Cup. That's just like how their their season goes. So is this cup about as meaningful as the mid season summer classic? Uh, I would say it's slightly slightly more, but not much. It's not even okay. it's not even the bigger it's not even the bigger of the mid season tournament cups. <laughs> how many mid season cups do they got? I know there's at least two. So you have the League Cup, which is this Carabao Cup, and then you have the FA Cup, which is a little bit bigger tournament, and that wraps up in May. So the FA Cup matches are going on now as well. So we got two cup it's, matches uh, going on. Simultaneously, yes. Jeez. And just the season. You, you've also got just the, the regular Premier League season matches. You know what, guys? Just, just go out soccer. there and fucking win. That, that's it. Just go out there and fucking yeah, win. That's all. That's right. Just just win. Or, I mean, depending on the game, it's fine to draw. It's it's okay to tie. I forgot. You can do that there. I forgot. That, that's crazy. Now, in some of these cup, in some of these cup matches, because winner advances, you know, they'll go to they'll go to penalties, and they just keep kicking until somebody wins. So you kind of have to have a winner. <laughs> Excuse me. Got a little worked up over that. Got to have a winner like in the do, in the cup matches. I feel like they should do uh, do penalty kicks. Just just do penalty kicks all the time. No ties. Same thing with hockey. Do shootouts. No ties. Right. Well, I think hockey might have stopped. I the mean, ties. so here's how I feel about it. Let's do penalty kicks first. Let's do a round of penalty kicks, and then if it's even after the penalty kicks and the game, you call it a tie. But okay. either, if you're going to do penalty kicks after, either do them until somebody wins, or just call it a tie after the game. Like, you got to pick away, right? Either somebody wins or they don't. Oh, the other thing that gets me is it could be, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't bother me because I don't, I don't watch football. Uh, is it? It could be tied after regulation. Go to overtime. You could score, and it's still in tied because the other team scores because. The goal doesn't end the game. It's not first to score. You play the full, what, 30 minutes overtime? No, 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 no. So uh, soccer timing is very, very different. So you have, instead of quarters, you have halves, and the clock just runs through the half. Yeah. So if somebody gets hurt, they run like a separate it. clock, like and it. then they have added time or injury time after the right. half 
or at the end of the first half and at the end of the second half. So they don't they don't really play an overtime period. They play the the added minutes until full time until time expires, and then they go to penalties if they have to have a winner and they don't. I thought they then, was, I thought there was an overtime. Okay. No, not not that uh, I've seen. Not that I not that I know about. Yeah, I don't I don't like the uh, the the constant running clock, and then the added time at the end of the half and the end of the second half. I don't like mm-hmm. that, that I don't know how long is left in the game. Like, that seems like the easiest yeah. thing to to control there is like, you know what, we need this other team to win. Let's eight minutes bonus time or whatever after the fight. Now, they, they tell you at the end at the end of regulation, they hold up their little scoreboard and tell you how much added time there is. Right. So you, know, you know after the regulation time, but – you don't know. You don't know five minutes before the game ends, right? Like going there, into it, just out there playing. I, I, want them to, I want to see them added up on the side of my screen the entire half. So it's like, oh yeah, we're we're at plus three now. We're at plus four. We're like, this right? Is what it you see, be. you see the injury. You see the added time clock. You know, add up right. throughout. Yeah, like, there, I mean, I that would, there's no checks. That, that would make sense. There's no checks and balances there. But who's right. to stop? I mean, a, who's to stop obviously, a Donahue riff? They're obviously recording it. Why not share it? That that right. makes sense. Somebody has that information at hand. Yeah, live. I, I mean, we yeah. have the technology. That, that's the part. That's, I'm that's with you one there. of the big things of the football that has gotten me. As a fan, as a fan, I agree with you. As a coach, I, I don't know. There's there's something for the mystery. You just have to well, you have to be coach, ready so. for. Right, right. You you have to be ready for different eventualities, which I kind of I kind of think is a, a fun wrinkle. Leave so, it into the play. Into the, let me know as a fan. Deal. Get into the results. So, in the Carabao Cup, uh, so I I haven't updated. These are my notes from last week. We didn't get to, but Middleborough beat Chelsea one nil, um, and so they play again on this coming Tuesday. And then Liverpool beat Fulham 2-1, and they'll play again on the 24th, and they take the combined scores to determine a winner. So Middlesbrough beat Chelsea 1-0. If Chelsea beats them by more than a goal, Chelsea will win and go to the finals. And the finals are at Wembley Stadium between the, the overall winners. So, yeah, fun Fun mid season mid season cup. I, I'm going to try and watch some football. I don't know. I've so I have a I have a really good friend, a really really good friend who I met through work who is into it. He's a Chelsea supporter. He likes Chelsea. Uh, he helped me out picking a team. I'm I'm a Fulham supporter. Like Fulham. Uh, Hold on, time FFC. out. Time out. Another another timeout. Another time out here. Yeah. How does he how does he help you pick a team and you don't and he doesn't he's not like, yeah, come come pull for Chelsea, mate. We got a lot of room on the on the on the wagon here, mate. Come come pull. He he tried. He tried. Oh. I I, just, I wasn't feeling I wasn't feeling Chelsea's vibe. So did you so, did they not have a the drink you liked at the party or, or why did you choose no Chelsea? <laughs> Are you more of a Britney guy? Um, like what what is it? I, well, in in the in the the Britney Christina thing, I was a Christina fan until she started singing over the top of everything. 
But uh, I don't know. I, I like that, that Fulham is a little scrappy. They're not right at the top of the league every year. They're, I, they're not really in danger of relegation, so I don't have to worry about following them to a different league right now. Um, I, I, I just liked, I liked the vibe of the team. Good vibes. I mean, that's, that's all you want is when you good go vibes. Good vibes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, look, I grew up, I grew up in Wisconsin. I grew up with the Packers. I was kind of, I don't want to say forced into that because I love it, but that was kind of, that was kind of handed to me. This is one of the few teams that I really get to pick. So I spent my time, you know, I didn't want to just pick somebody at the top. I didn't want to jump on the Arsenal bandwagon. I didn't want to jump on the Liverpool bandwagon. I didn't want to jump on the Manchester United bandwagon or Manchester City bandwagon. So I wanted a team that, you know, had had some good bones, was a little scrappy, had a chance to win. Um, they actually Fulham beat Liverpool in the Premier League in the regular season. So, or maybe not Liverpool, maybe it was Arsenal. But they knocked up, you know, they, they, they can come from out of nowhere and win a match. I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I like the feel. It's a vibe. It fits me. Now, now how many Englishmen did you interview for this? Did you zero. talk to anybody? <laughs> zero. Okay. No. No. I wish I nope. wish we would have been I, podcasting when you did this, so we could have we could have been on this journey with you. I feel like it could have been a very fun journey. Right. It it was it was an interesting journey, and it I'm I might be overselling it. I might be making it sound a lot more involved than it was. Um, did a little research. You know, they. Uh, I mean, they I definitely just, used I some colorful language like describing cards. other fans. Yeah, like a board. <laughs> I've got the yeah, you got the, the, yeah, the yarn, the, the, yes. the colored string running between teams and world events yes. and, and people. You've got, you got yeah. pros and cons. You're, you're watching old tapes. You're, you're Zoom meeting with fans. You know, <laughs> I just see it as, as very all, all of that took place in my head. <laughs> it all happened. But, but it was all up here in the old, the old cranium. So Liverpool and I'm still learning team. about it. No, Fulham. Fulham, not Liverpool, Fulham. Fulham, Fulham. beat Liverpool. Yeah. Fulham plays Liverpool. Liverpool beat them in the FA Cup 2-1. And I'll be mm. watching it uh I'll be watching it Tuesday the 24th. Um no, Wednesday the 24th. While That's I'm a week from traveling today. for work. It's a week, a week from today. From today. What time yep. is that? What time is that match on? I know they're not games, they're matches. Well, that's a- that's a great question. I think it's three Eastern, but I'll have to I'll have to confirm. Well, that might be like what is that's like a prime time over there, isn't it? They're five I think hours. It's, up I think it's like there. a it's like a it's like a night game over there. Yeah. Okay. Let's look. I'm sitting at my computer. Let's look. Let's look. Liverpool Fulham Carabao Cup. Uh, yeah, three p.m. Eastern. On the twenty fourth. I like I like how we're sitting here talking European football while you've got the nice American flag in the background. I I, I love America. Why don't you like our football? I, I well, dude, we talked about our football for an hour. <laughs> so you, did, European football decide, gets ten minutes. Why did you uh why'd you want to go to European football and not MLS? Or do you already have an MLS team you just haven't shared with us? I do not have an MLS team because just like American football in the NFL, I want to start I want to start watching at the highest level. Nothing against MLS football, MLS. but a lot of, and no. 
at the highest level of football, not the highest level of American soccer. The highest level of soccer, not the highest level of American soccer. Yeah. All right. Well, we got we've got a local team ready for you to uh cheer on. Dude, I talked to Josh. We're gonna we're gonna go as a as a podcast group to watch the uh Charlotte FC in Charlotte. There you go. Yeah. We we went to uh Pittsburgh for a, a baseball game over last year. And in Pittsburgh they have a uh, not MLS but they have like a some soccer club there, some soccer team. But their go their colors are, are black and yellow, just like everybody else in in Pittsburgh. Like they all their teams are that. You don't you don't want to unity. confuse anybody. I love it, dude. It's all unity. their bridges, all the bridges in Pittsburgh are painted yellow. Like they don't, yeah. they, they are not confused. They have a clear identity as a city. Yellow's our color. Looks good with black. Yep. Let's just do that forever for everything. Yes. Could you imagine yeah. somebody comes in there like they run on the platform of mayor of Pittsburgh? We're gonna change the colors. Get out. Get the get the freak get the freak out of here, buddy. So now, did you have anything you wanted to touch on uh, with the Olympics? Speaking of football, no, there hasn't hasn't been a ton of news. Um, we we are about 190 days away from the Olympics. Uh, I'm keeping keeping posted. We've got some world championships. They're still deciding some participants. Um, some great, 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 great commercials for the Olympics. I'm really excited to watch Snoop Dogg's coverage. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. That's yeah, going to be incredible. If we another horse trip walk, that would be just the best. Yep. Absolutely. So nothing really happened with the Olympics. Worth, worth keeping an eye on, Paris, uh, July 26th through August 11th. Uh, set your DVRs. I know it's a little early. Make sure you got space. So Because right, we're in go. Paris, with the, with, with the time difference, there's going to be some of that stuff that happens at bizarre times for us. And that, that's what kills me on, on things. I just I, – I'm, I'm an American, and, and, and that's one of the – Negatives, I think, is yeah. If it's not on my time frame, I don't care. I'm not staying up or recording it because I'll just catch the spoiler. Right. Yeah. When um, when I was in college, we all took like a week off to watch the Olympics because we were idiots. We we, we watched was, it all night. Were they at least like international? They weren't like here in America, right? I have no idea. <laughs> just one of one of many things that is fuzzy about my college experience. So, all right, as we wrap it up, we're going to go through Brian's phone, see what I screenshot that I uh, forgot to share. Uh, last yes. week, Tiger Woods has parted way with, with Nike. Whose decision, Tiger's or Nike's? Uh, it, says, it just says they've parted ways. I, I don't know. I assume yeah, probably I Tiger. Was... His, his son's coming up. I figure he's probably doing something there. I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to sign the boy. I don't know. I mean, at this bet, point, why is Nike not... dropping him? Because what are they getting out of it at this point? He's fucking. He's Tiger not Wolf. the name that he was. Yeah, but oh, he's still the he's, name. I don't know. Yeah, they so could they could spend in, their money better elsewhere. In the ultimate uh, nicety from your boss, the Miami Heat 
waited until Eric Spolster was finished with his divorce proceedings before giving him a $120 million contract extension. Wow. If that's just not loyalty there. Like you, he, he can't leave them ever, right? Like, they did that for him. They no. Man. <laughs> that's incredible. And so okay. That is uh, that might be all I've got. Let me see what was this note here. Yeah, that's not something we're going to talk about. <laughs> so all I see, all I see is that the Nike Tiger Woods split appears to be very amicable. It's at yeah. the end of his twenty-seven year contract with Nike. I think they're all just moving on. No, no huge. Um, not. I mean, it's it's a decent story, but nothing. Nothing tawdry or dramatic about that. They're both just kind of moving on. Oh, I sent this to the group the other uh, other day last week, and uh, Vegas has the odds set. Kellen Moore is plus 200 to be the next coach of your Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Man, we'll have to get Josh's take on that because I don't care. No, no. I just thought I would share in case we have any <laughs> Panther fans left listening. No, it's All right. it's good story. So that is it for the day, for the week. We'll be back next week. Um, if you haven't had a chance yet, check out Josh Mason uh, did the Silver Foxes on the Silver Screen this past Sunday. That, I do believe, is up. I sent the link to Josh. I don't know if he put it up yet. I sent it. I did my part. Look for it. Look if for it's it. not up. Email us. Email us. Email us. It's not social media. I don't know y'all's email, but email us here at the underscore at pod. Nope. Anyway, we'll get there. Uh, (laughs) The underscore pod at gmail.com. There you go. Uh, So, yes, they can email us there or they can uh, check us out on X at underscore underscore pod. First (laughs) shift happened on the first underscore. (laughs) <laughs> oh, shit. on facebook and instagram the ig they can find us at the underscore underscore podcast shift type it on that first underscore as we mentioned you can gmail josh over there at the underscore pod at gmail.com no shifts or hyphens and you can listen subscribe share rate give us feedback share that link apple amazon odyssey google spotify and iHeartRadio. And don't forget, check us out on YouTube. I uh, don't know how this one is going to play out. We're going to see. We might just take the video we've got here, cut it, put it up there. Why not? We'll see. We will see. We'll be back but, next week. We out. We out. Have a great day, sir. You too. <laughs>